Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Florians. All right. Well, west for, is it west or east Florians? Uh, north Florians? No. West coast, on. east coast? Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, southeast, west coast? <laughs> Everybody's feuding. Yeah. East, west coast? Florians? Yeah. They're, you know, uh-huh. the stuff and things happens, you know, it's just <laughs> one of those things. Like, this is what happens when your overlords are, like, away. And yeah, they take vacation and come back later. And you know, one of the two come back, the other one may or may not come back. Uh, there's a whole weird thing going on. It's a whole Darth status. Yes. But before we jump into that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at JinDev, and he's BradZB. Also, be sure to follow Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on all these articles that have been posted. You can also follow Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? On Facebook, there is stuff about why you should not handle mercury and other bad chemicals that will rot your brain. That's a really good idea because a lot of people don't know all that stuff anymore. You know how people have adulting classes? Uh-huh. Like that that's a, that's one of those things. Yes. Like don't, don't touch this. Remember those poison stickers that you used to have like way back when for the kids? Yes, I do. Like yuck, don't touch, yeah. don't drink. Don't lick yeah. the paintbrush. It's you know, don't do these things. Yeah. Don't eat the paint. Don't ever do that. The scary yeah. part is like everything if you look inside oh, manuals that tell you don't do things and they have like uh drawings of, you know, people getting badly hurt. This is stuff Uh that's already happened. Yeah, I'm saying, and then you'll be reading some of this stuff, and you'll be like, wow, this happened? But how? Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, see how we ramble, you guys? If you love more of that, but want to do it for, like, TV shows and movies and other stuff, come join us on Brad and Court Talk Pure Fan and Podcast Group on Facebook. Like, that's the other thing that's over there. We were just uh, fangirling, fanboying over the new uh, The Lost Boy show that may be happening on cw there's some casting news that just dropped so yeah. on the fro- frog sisters frog sisters we won. Okay. i didn't know there was a comic book with the fog brothers so Brett was filling of, in on that yeah, one there's a lot of cool stuff out there absolutely if you are a van helsing fan they just started shooting recently um so keep an eye out on our van helsing facebook group as well for any cool stuff in there uh also follow the actors on twitter they've been posting a lot of cool stuff too definitely do it, people. Yeah. So what was this episode about? Oh, this episode had a lot of timey-wimey things happening. Uh, 406, a timeline and a place. Everything has a place, spread. Penny 23 and Marina are out of time, and they're screwing up the timeline for a certain horomancer. I'd never heard that phrase before last night. Quentin and Julia are on the case to help save our Elliot, not Darth Elliot. Fillory has been divided. At East Coast, West Coast? Yes. And Alice does some not-so-dirty deeds because, you know, she used to do cheap, dirty deeds. Yes, and they were not done. And now done, she's repaying them. They weren't done dirt cheap either. They were not dirt cheap. They cost a lot. Bad ACDC reference there. Ugh. Hey, it was good. <laughs> done dirt cheap. I, I, but we got I, Sheila and Cameron Mannheim. I love her. I want her to stay. Yes, They always definitely. get cool guest stars. They do. They do. 
We're not really sure what's going to happen with that, but we'll find out soon. Um, really cool stuff that happened in this episode. I mean, Penny 23 and Marina, they're out of time and screwed up and everything. We, Because if we remember back, Penny disappeared last episode. Mm-hmm. He was just sitting on a bark bench. The guy was like, hey, are you Penny? I'm like, yeah, and he's taken. And last time we saw Marina is when she got the bad luck coin. Yeah, and I thought she was just off living her life, having all the bad luck, thanks to our girl, um, Katie. Mm-hmm. But apparently, she was stuck in one place. So maybe that was her bad luck. Maybe the horomancer took her bad penny, her bad uh, luck coin, and that's why he's fucking up. It could be. I mean, that definitely could be the whole thing. Is But it, I, there wasn't enough bad luck to go with that coin. Other than the fact, okay, you got locked into a, into a cage and you got transferred to another thing. But it, it seems to all work out for her. It wasn't like, you know, getting a paper cut on a paper towel. <laughs> or we're focusing on this thing where this show will take one little element. You won't see it again for another season or two. So we'll see Marina in that coin in a couple of seasons. Sure. I mean, I'm sure we will. What was... Uh, <laughs> Well, the coin that went into the anyhow, Penny Twenty put a uh, no Penny Forty put a coin into the box. I was just kind of curious. I need now. I need to go back and see. It wasn't the bad luck coin, but yeah. Anyhow, we'll get to that part in a little bit. So they have been taken by the Horomancer to clear up some things, and they went to Timeline Twenty Three because them being in the Timeline Forty is really messing with her mom, his mom who has pretty much poisoned herself after all these years of working on stuff by sucking in that um, bad juju juice. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole butter- butterfly effect thing going on. Right. She th- Well, she had the whole thing. It was like when they actually used the, the, the device to talk to her, mm-hmm. she was, you know, she's like, I got these watches on, so I'm good. But, yeah, because she she was good uh, with whatever magic she was able to work for herself. But I guess the fact that Penny 23 and Marina being on the timeline disrupted that magic, like the magic that she needed for it to have or, or her son needed to happen. They weren't able to let it work. And that was going to kill his mom. Right. And it was disturbing everything. That's why she fall, fell over. Oh, there's a disturbance in the force. There was. Yeah. Well, they saw that, too, when they when they found... Um, him in the other timeline in the was the 23 timeline yeah the 23 timeline they walked in and she fell over yeah because uh they showed up they were friends of his apparently air quotes uh-huh. um but like they went there because of the fact that a horror man brought them over but now they needed to find one to help them get away right well, they did need another Dewey coin. So maybe it was a Dewey coin that Penny 40 put in but yeah. ooh okay so that was a neat little thing that we see that they're stuck into a different realm because we've, we've heard about these other places, but we really haven't gone and seen an alternate world or have one. Right. Yeah. Well, we did um, when we originally got Penny 23. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The thing that cracked me up is, uh, was the fact that they're walking around this heavily fortified Orwellian um, place, you know, with all the guns and everything else. Marina is so out of character in the way she's dressed compared to everybody else. <laughs> everybody should be totally focusing on, girl, where did you get those pants at and those heels? Because you don't look like anybody else out here. I just, I was just wondering if they would ever pick up on her, but they never did. I mean, so she is hardcore in her entire thing here. 
she finds out. Well, we got to love the fact that they also get to this uh, area, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, the necromancer guy and I forgot what his name off is right off the bat. You'll have to tell me. He didn't know that they didn't have magic in twenty three, so Penny just zips out and punches him. Yeah. And so though they don't have magic, Penny is still himself. Like he still is infused with his ability to travel. Right. Yeah, he can still do his own stuff, but Marina isn't that happy about it. And she's just like, hey, you know, so his mom will die. I moms die all the time. She is pretty <laughs> hardcore about stuff like that. Uh yeah, she's not the most sensitive. And we knew this already. It's Marina. Right. And that's pretty much at the point where Penny grabs the box and leaves her stuck there in the other realm. And he just zips out. I don't know if he did it on purpose or was it accidental to get down to the afterlife where he ran into Penny Forty. Oh, no. That was that was not on purpose. But Penny was waiting on him because he knew he was coming. Why? Because he's in the library down there and has access to his book. And, you know, that's why they had the little area set up. That's the thing that got me. He Because he got zapped down there. And stay with me on this one. He was mm-hmm. zapped down there and he was in his own little room. Now, um, Penny 23 or Penny 40? Penny 40. Uh, well, Penny 23 got zapped down to his own little white room yeah. when Penny 40 walked in. Yeah. Like, I feel like when we saw Penny 40 at this point in time, I feel like he's been there for quite a while. I feel like he's right. lived a few lifetimes. And like you said, he knows all. Like, he's seen the past. He's seen the future. He knows what's going on. He's matured. And he wasn't quite ex- what I w- what I expected him to be from what we saw him last time. But it makes sense because of where he's been. He's kind of operating outside of time and has lived for how, how who knows how long and seen how much. Well, he's also accepted where he's at. I mean, we kind of got that last right. time we saw him. He's accepted the fact that this is where he's at. There's really nothing right. he can do about right. it. Right. But like he's he's more at peace than we've ever seen him. Like he right. he's more he's found his place basically. And cuz he was our snarky penny, remember? Yeah, he still had some star going on, but yeah, yeah. he has a bigger picture going on, and he's kind of, you know, talking about, yes, you're disturbing way more than just his mother. Right, but, like, you are where you're supposed to be. Like, you you need to be there with my friends. And, well, they're in, yeah. Well, you you need to be in my place. Like, there has to be a penny there. You are the penny now. Which leads us, yeah, and he leaves us with this whole weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, when the time comes, do what he says. Okay. Who is he? Elliot. Is it? Is it Elliot? I don't know. I don't it's know. Old. It's a lot of he's on this show. So, but Penny 23 will know. I guess it is. Yeah. Do what he says. Now, you also got to realize that Penny 40 also kept the um, uh, stoppered uh, cube manual. Mm-hmm. Or, and this is actually. I didn't think about this until just recently, and I haven't had a chance to go back and look at it again. But the manual that they had at one point in time kind of looked like it was older, Mm -hmm. right? But the manual that Penny 40 had looked like it was new. Yes. Because, again, that goes back to what I was saying. Like, the Penny that we've seen, the Penny 40 that we're seeing now, he's been through some stuff. He's been there for quite a while. So it's like that thing with the other Alice that we saw who's writing books. Like, another version 
of Alice. Well, I was just wondering if that was the the manual that he had was the library's manual for that. You know, because everything is duplicate down in the library. So what Penny 23 and Marina had was the original one, and they just have the duplicate manual down there. That's why I was able to look at it. And go, you oh, and see, I was thinking here. they had the manual, but from another place in time. Okay, that works too. I mean, it could be either way. He still had the manual at the end of it. Right. So that kind of is one of those, This the cube could come back up again. It's just one oh, of those Oh, no, things. I expect to see that cube again. Like it, they, this show never introduces anything for no reason. Right. And it's, yeah, it's just some things we just haven't seen come back around again yet. Exactly. So it just kind of gives you a little bit of things to wonder about. And basically, you know, they send him back to the original timeline. He says, you got to kind of go back there. And he gets Marina <laughs> and they go back. Now you can't also forget that Marina actually has, has a wife somewhere too, right? Or a future wife. Was it a future wife or a wife? Anyhow, she, uh, she's got somebody in the timeline that we may eventually see at some point in time. Because that's why she was jumping back and forth at one point to try to find somebody that, you know, the version she could live with. Ah. Uh, now, at the end of the little time jump, Penny 23 is back in timeline 40 where uh, Daniel Stoddard catches up with him. And, you know, he's, Penny has a little dandelion going on. And he's actually kind of come around to this whole thing now that he's talked to Forty that there are bigger things in play and he can't leave their timeline. That's why if he blew the seeds around, you know, Daniel could never clean the timeline to save his mother. So that's why he did a whole bunch of them like an hour beforehand. So that whole thing with Daniel is pretty much done. Oh, yeah. Because he can't do anything to save his mother right now, other than maybe go to a different timeline. That would probably be a way to go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Penny Forty said that, that Penny Twenty Three's presence is affected more than just that part. Right, I, and that's a, kind of a big thing. And so I just kind of wonder where Penny is with that whole thing. You know, he's like, well, I'm sure he's accepted of it, especially when talking to your original timeline self who was dead and. In the afterlife, it kind of does help a little bit. He's got a little bit of insight on it. I like the way it's going. Oh, me too. I am totally digging it. Okay. So from there, where do we want to go next? I think. We're- okay. So we hit all those points. Um, let's jump over to uh, Fillory. What's Fillory? East Fillory. Born and raised. Oh, that was on the it playground. East- no, it was Lorne. Right? spent most of my days. Oh. <laughs> Chin out, Maxon. Yeah. Narnia? Narnia. Loria. <laughs> Loria got split into two. East Loria, West Loria. Yeah, Represent. not Fillory. Fillory's good. They're all. Okay. Yeah. So. Because they had our king acting. Uh huh. Act, acting Fen. High King Margo. Oh, acting High no, King Acting Fen. King Fen. Yeah. Margo is the king, period, point blank. Duly voted by the citizens of Fillory. Yeah. But their friends, Loria. Mm-hmm. That's been uh, split because they had a little civil war while uh, Margot was away. Yeah, and Finn kind of did what she thought Elliot would do, and yeah, it didn't turn out so well. True. So now that magic is back, there's a new flower that's returned at the same time, which is causing the lack of speech of all the animals due to the pollen. Oops. 
And the solution is beets from Coxwell. Codswell? Codswell? <laughs> I feel like uh, it was like, it didn't sound as sexual. And whenever Margo was saying it, it was always sexual. Yeah, it was. Well, she kept going through so many different ones. And, you know, uh-huh. and the fingerling, the fingered islands. And I was, oh, God. It was. Because I'm pretty the, sure, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Coxwallow. Yeah, it wasn't Coxwallow or the fingered <laughs> islands. Neither one. Yeah. Codswell. <laughs> so they have the beats. It's a solution to the pollen. But uh, Lady Pike there, she is kind of a bitch. And yeah, she doesn't want to give the beats to uh, Margo at all. This is true. But she has already given her word. And she is a woman of her word. Yes, she is. Because they're going to Rue, you know. Rue was uh, Idri's, uh, well, Elliot's former lover. You know, the e- Idri former uh-huh. Yeah. It's his sister. That's who it is. So Josh has this whole thing because he's there to make the peace because he can, you know, he, he's good with people, right? And he, can he is. We've everybody. seen that with Bacchus and everybody else. Right. So he is going through and going to coach her into this whole thing <laughs> where they're having food. And, uh, yeah, uh, that was fun. So he's well, doing, he, and he was trying to work with her so that she would be charming and kind of work her way into getting the beat swallow from this lady. Mm-hmm. And he wanted her to be Elliot. When when I was thinking about it earlier, I was thinking about it the way we've always known Elliot and Margot. Like they have this awesome partnership where Elliot has always been the charmer, whereas Margot, in the fashion of Katie, she can be a hammer. Like she goes in, she doesn't care. She's going to get what she needs and she's going to do whatever she has to do to, to get it. And she, no finesse. Right. And, and she, Elliot has always had the finesse. So exactly. And she was doing great with Josh's help. I mean, she was going through the whole thing and even, yeah, kind of sort of had the alpaca milk, which probably scarred her for a little while. Gers, lumpy. It was very, yeah. it was very lumpy. If you're, if your milk has lumps in it, people just, you know, I don't care if you did get it from your favorite talking alpaca. Just don't do it. It's it's not good for you. Uh, yeah, it's curdled. And after all that, Elliot's um, Josh says she out Elliot Elliot, and that and was, that's a problem. That's where the gavel fell because she was not happy with that whatsoever. And yeah, then she kind of went back and demanded to have the beats or promises the skinny alpacas alive. And Pike's like, "Yep, you can have them." <laughs> Yeah. And that's all she had to do to start with. She was herself. It was a very Margot move. Yes, it was. But and it was cool to see her working with Josh, who apparently wants to be her boyfriend. Right. But she just snapped on him. And yeah, that. And I'm feeling like that was the grief talking. Like she didn't mean to say some of the stuff that she said to Josh. Well, like he said, he knows who she is. But now mm-hmm. she's just now you're just being hurtful and mean. And it was kind of. Yeah. He just, you know, turned around and walked off. And that's, I, I think that kind of hurt her also because it's just the way she is. Because she had that look on her face when after she said what she said. Like, it was one of those, oh, crap, that stormed in, you know. Yeah, because he knows some of the things she likes, but no one will truly ever understand Margot like Elliot. Right. But I think she's gotten a lot harder since he's, she's been go- he's been gone also. She was harder before that. Remember when she... Uh, Negotiated his baby away, right? But I'm just, she's just ever since like you know that the baby thing is when she has really just 
tightened up on stuff. I mean, she's fun to watch. It's a lot. She's you know, a great character is uh, expanding on her though. Great character. That's not even a real word, is it? <laughs> Where was I going with that? Oh, the character, she's badass. The character expansion is ever growing with Margot, basically. And now I'm really kind of curious what's going to happen now after she is, you know, basically pissed Josh off, which is the only one, only kind of like true friend that she has. Well, I'm feeling what should be happening next, now that the talking animals will be able to communicate with Earth again, she's going to find out that Elliot is somewhere in Darth Elliot. Or and it's going to be... Is no? she? Because it's a, that's her birthright box. Oh, yeah. There is her birthright box as well. Uh, her birthright. So we'll find out a new journey from the box, you think? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be totally... I don't think it's going to be Elliot in, infused. I think it's going to be something totally different. But we also got to wait until we get the beat. So we could not even know what her birthright box is for next until next season. I don't know. Yeah, we are halfway through. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to tell where that's going to be. Okay, on to Alice. Alice and Sheila, yes. Alice has gone and done her thing. She's followed the book, you know, because Q kicked her out, basically, because he doesn't trust her either. He shouldn't. And she goes to Modesto. (laughs) (laughs) And what is in Modesto? Nothing. Uh, Dirty water. Uh, Dirty water. She does find that. And a magician who does not know she's a magician. Right. She also found a hedge witch who, you know, wasn't really happy with her just chatting about tattoos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was interesting. We got we got to know there was another hedge in there, and the hedges are, you know, hurting for magic also. And she meets Sheila, who just happens to have some magic ability that um, Alice figured out by watching her. Yeah, but, like she has the ability to find things, but Alice made it sound way um, more amazing than I just said. I like think there's a, a better name for it. She didn't find things. She was able to um, create them. Well, no, she's also able to find things. Like she found that, that money that was buried and she donated it. Did she really find the money that was buried or yeah. did she create the money that was buried and have it, you know? No, I feel like she was able to find it, just like she was able to find where the um, the pipe, the burst pipe was hidden with the little hole in it. She 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 has a her ability is linked to her ability to find things. Okay, all right. Well, her ability is linked to her ability. Yeah, <laughs> her magic sp- specifically allows her to be a finder. I guess uh, there's a better way. Alice said it way better than I just did. Yeah, a, a finder of things, but her magic matured yes. at a different time than everybody else's because normally that happens, mm-hmm. you know, in your teens or twenties or whatever. And hers, and uh, they go to school. Yeah, and hers blossomed a lot later in life. <laughs> Should there's a school? And I was waiting for a Harry Potter mention, but no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we don't let the muggles in. So, yeah. (laughs) But she convinces Alice into teaching her about some magic. And basically, it is kind of, she just wants to help people, really. Mm -hmm. And I was worried. I was waiting for her bad side to pop out, but it didn't. And I was very appreciative of that. And the library is on the shield as well. Uh huh. And this is a fun fact of, you know, Alice hid where she was in her book using the spell from Christopher that wrote a totally different thing. So they have no idea that she's in Modesto, but they do know that Sheila's magic ability has blossomed or come out, Mm -hmm. which 
is there like uh, in the library? Is there like you know uh, an alert system when things happen? Well, I think they can tell when different what, when different things are happening with magic when like bursts of magic are popping up. Okay, just because they have it so regulated. Well, they did have some magicians in town there hanging out too, which was kind of interesting. I mean, librarians in town that were hanging out. So yeah. They had some magicians, too, or head right. witches head who were siphoning off of what ambient magic was around. Mm-hmm. And Sheila knows that there's a leak in the magic pipes after uh, Alice explains that, you know, it's all in pipes like the water and everything. It mm-hmm. all fit together. And she goes and they find the pipe, which I thought was really cool because we're like, oh, cool. Sheila can find all this stuff. So now Alice can go around and fix everything, right? Mm-hmm. And the, she lets out the magic, the 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 extra magic water coming out of that pipe. Now, one of the really interesting thing about this is the fact that only she and Alice knows where that's at. The library shouldn't be able to find it, right? Right. And they, the library can't turn off and turn on the water. Yeah, that's just like when Alice was able to um, tap into the the little pipeline that was over her cell and when she was locked in the library. Like, I don't I think they are aware of when there are major leaks. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a pretty big major leak there, but. Well, the, they, they notice a big um, activity of magic with that spell that happened when they were clearing out the pipes right. for the water. And the hedge, witch also figured out that there was magic because he felt it also. Uh-huh. So, which makes you wonder, the librarians that were there, they should have felt that as well, but maybe Some they... Some kind of ripple, maybe. Maybe they didn't and notice as much. Maybe it was just one of those, they found it, and he makes this call, and I'm like, who's he calling? Hmm. And we find out he's calling his her a friend of hers. Uh, where do I know her from? Have we seen her before? We may have. I, like, she did look familiar. I feel that we have, and I'm just like, I couldn't place it. I was like, I, yeah. Maybe that's Marina's wife. Uh, there's a possibility. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, she pulled a total Marina move. It, it is a hedge. Yeah, I could see that happening. That would be interesting to see it go down like that. Yeah, and they totally blew up the house that the librarians were in. Nice. Liked it. It was good. It didn't help out, though, because, you know, Sheila was walking home after. Hold on. This is the part that I have an issue with, right? Mm-hmm. So we live in a town that we all know has bad pipes, lead in the pipes, all over the pipes and everything else. Everybody knows this. And there's a broken fire hydrant. And suddenly some stranger comes in and goes, go ahead, kids, jump in the fire hydrant because it's all safe now. And they do it. Well, it's a small town. They probably know her. Still, Really? Come on. I know. And that's where they leave. And, you know, Alice just hangs out there watching the kids playing the in, in the water. And Sheila goes home. And there's the librarians again. Ones, the, you know, ones we've seen. One's a traveler. We've seen him quite a few times. So it looks like Sheila is going to be taking a trip. Which makes you wonder how this is going to affect Alice and what's going to happen with Alice after this happens. I feel like Alice is going to end up back in her magic cell at the library, just trying to rescue uh, Sheila. Yeah, I could see that if she knows that's where they go to. But right now, Modesto is like the most powerful place in the world at the moment with magic there. 
Ooh, it'll be the Mecca, unless they can somehow close that pipe. Right. Yeah, it could be. It's, you know, Manessa was really boring and stuff like that, so now it could just be a lot going on there. <laughs> okay, so on to um, Q and Elliot and Katie. Oh, no, not on to Katie. Hold on. Where is Katie? We didn't get any Katie this episode, though we did get a Katie mention when Penny 23 was talking to Penny 40. He's like, oh, so... Y- you were with Julia before, huh? It's like, tell Kaylee I love her and I'm sorry. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, my heart. <laughs> I was just looking at my notes while I was scrolling up. I forgot to mention this about Marina when she was walking into the Orwellian world. It was mm-hmm. like, and how I said that no one noticed her. I was like, I wrote it down. I was like, how did no one notice her in her Sandra D outfit? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, you know, Greece thing. Anyhow. All right. I got it. I, I got it, Rizzo. It was just one of those moments where I was like, hey, look at her. She's Sandra D. Um, <laughs> the two stones that have Egyptian writing. Is there a yellow fruit god? That's a good question. Is there a yellow fruit god? Very likely. <laughs> so in order to find out who had the yellow fruit god and who could read all the other stuff... They're talking to Darth Elliot, who um, his body hearts tequila. Uh-huh. I almost got hit by a big fat truck, but wouldn't have felt anything because tequila is my friend. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. They go to a museum, and well, they were already at the museum, and Darth Elliot brings back a mummy. Of course, you know. And... I did have to laugh uh, quite a bit at this whole entire thing. They One, they bring back the mummy. Two, he's like writing and then he tries to talk. He's like, ah! And, you know, he did take a hook to the brain. Of course, he has a speech impediment. So if you did not know this, one of those things, the brain was removed and when they put mummies together before they put – you get what I'm saying. The brain was removed by inserting a special hook up the, through the nostrils and they pulled out bits of the brain tissue – in the mm-hmm. process of mummification. So there you go. That's why he had a hook in the brain. So, yeah. So we find out from the mummy that where the stone was and that somebody come in and broke into the tomb and took it and everything else. And then they just leave the mummy. Yeah, he's just, just out there somewhere in the world. Just hanging out going, hey, what's, what's going on here? And so... <laughs> I'm laughing at this whole entire episode because they're sitting there, they leave the mummy, and the mummy's like, what's going on? And the next thing you know, I'm waiting for this to pop over into like an episode of Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. because there's a library or a, or a museum, and there's a mummy running around, mm-hmm. and which would lead to, are the librarians the one who are putting out all these uh, issues that are being left by Darth Elliot? Who is clearing up all this weird magic stuff that's going on? I don't know. <laughs> because the, somebody has to clear up this mummy issue. Because I'm pretty sure that he was brought back to life and he didn't have a time cap on him. Darth Ellis is just like, whatever, dude. Go for it. We're, we don't need you anymore. You bore me. I'm going. He's going to be a, another one of those things that pops up again later. Like, hey, remember me, you guys? I want to I want to hear that, you know, somewhere. There, there's a mummy running around and... No, he's going to be like an actor on a TV show. That'd be great. Anyhow, so (laughs) they go through that whole thing, and 
cute. Well, Elliot, you know, we know Elliot has issues with uh, with bills and drinking and everything else. And Darth Elliot is kind of not dealing with that as well. He's just kind of caving in. And the Q catches him trying to take all these pills, which would essentially kill Elliot, who he knows is alive. And Darth Elliot is not very happy about that. And Q's just like, dude, kill me. I won't help you. You kill the body of Elliot. I won't help you at all. And it was kind of interesting in this fact because Darth Elliot could not do it. I mean, he said he would just jump into a different body. But Q, I mean, for Darth Elliot being a god, like Q just broke him because he wouldn't do what he was wanting to do. Yeah, because he needs them. He still has to find his different parts. Yeah. And without them, he can't do anything. So I, I really kind of like the way that ended up. So everything kind of always kind of ties together. Do we think whatever is in Margot's birth box is going to point to whatever Darth Elliot is? I I don't really know if that's going to tie together or not. I'm kind of wondering if it really pushes her more into just fillery. I, why would her birth box be in fillery? I don't know. They were always meant to end up there. She was always going to be king. Yeah, that's what, kind of what I was thinking as well. I just don't know if it's going to tie into Elliot whatsoever. Well, not even just Elliot. I meant like whatever's going on with Darth Elliot. Like he's a big bad and right. something terrible is going to happen. Like I wonder what was in their books. They shouldn't have sent Alice away so quickly. Yeah. I don't know. Or did she only read, she only read cues, right? Yeah, I think she just read cues at the end of his. Oh my god, he's <laughs> dying next week. I don't care about anybody else. I must go back and save him and make amends. Oops. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you got anything else on this? One? Um, I think that was pretty much everything for this episode. Oh man, yeah. crazy episode. I am looking forward to next week. That's for sure. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can find some of our older podcasts for Siren, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, Krypton, 12 Monkeys, and a whole bunch of other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, you can drop it below, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, or you can email us at bradcourttalk at gmail.com. And until next time. Okay, until next time, who do you rep? West Loria or East Loria? That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.